0: Hi, and welcome to The Peace of Persistence. I'm your host, Abigail Wright. Last time on episode 10, you got to meet Annie Small, an incredible woman, wealth manager, and friend. Today, I have the privilege of introducing you to an equally incredible man, her husband, Daniel Small. I've had the privilege of knowing them both as two of the most fun-filled, inspiring people I've ever met, so I couldn't resist asking him to just come and share some of his wisdom as well. A native of Roselle Park, New Jersey, Danny has a surprising 31 years of experience in the financial industry. So I have to ask, between you and Annie, did you guys start when you were like 12, 14? Close, 19. (laughs) Still very impressive. (laughs) He currently works as a senior municipal bond trader and strategist for RBC Wealth Management. His awareness of the markets and their influences helps provide clarity when he helps clients to make important decisions about their portfolios. With more than 10 years of training, often alongside Annie, Danny's also working on his third-degree black belt, or sandon, at the Aikido schools of New Jersey. They've been married for 26 and a half years and together for 32. It's amazing. Thank you. They also work with children's and veterans' charities together. Some of Danny's favorites include the Make-A-Wish Foundation, Wounded Warrior, and Salute Heroes. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes provides severely wounded veterans of the wars of Iraq and Afghanistan and their families with emergency financial assistance and other support services to help them recover from their injuries and rebuild their lives. In 2004 and 5, Danny and Annie even worked with a National Guard Family Readiness Group to help support families of a local unit that was sent overseas. Danny, you have such a giving spirit, and I'm really just grateful that you decided to give of your time. Thanks for hanging out with us on the show today. Oh, my absolute pleasure. So Danny, I'm curious, what is it that led you to finance? Have you always been interested? Was it one of your passions?
1: Uh, I was good with numbers as a teenager. uh, And I've also played a lot of cards. Turns out, um, those are two things that are important in the world of finance, even today.
0: Playing cards? Playing cards. How so? Uh,
1: The game theory used to trade uh, different products is based on the same simulations that card games are. For instance, equity options uh, mimic blackjack or roulette. Uh, what I like to do uh, currently uh, mimics the card game gin.
0: Wow, I had no idea. Is there any other profession you might like to have done?
1: Uh, maybe a professional gambler.
0: So talk to me about your life in finance. Is it a passion for you?
1: Yes, I definitely enjoy the game. Um, there's a lot of moving parts to it following the markets, anticipating the markets, predicting what will happen, and making client, helping clients make the right choice.
0: I have to admit, I'm still really surprised at the combined experience that you and Annie have in the financial industry. You're both so young at heart and in spirit. How do you both stay so youthful?
1: One of the ways is I stopped counting after my 39th birthday. <laughs> I, what I realized, and my dog taught me this, is that animals don't count. Man is the only one that counts. So rather than count the years I'm here on Earth, I just try to live every day as I can.
0: So what are your future goals? Another career, travel, retirement, teaching?
1: Um, still quite happy in this career. I'm not old enough to retire. I haven't won a lottery. I do keep playing, you never know. Um, but I'd like to stay in this line of work for at least another 10 years. Uh, in the meantime, I do enjoy uh, teaching Aikido, especially with the teenagers, um, any, any adults, getting people started, and plus it's my own avenue of self-discovering. So would I like to do anything else? Maybe at some point in time, retire, teach Aikido, maybe help coach, those are some of my goals.
0: Nice, so talk to me more about Aikido. How did you two stumble on it and what does it mean for you in your life?
1: I had studied martial arts when I was younger. I had studied a version of uh, Taekwondo do called Tang Sudo. Do, huh. lovely here with one of the very well-known uh, Grand Master Wong. Uh, his dad actually started the art, so it was great when I was in my 20s. Um, I, kind of, I kind of abandoned it in my 30s, which was my mistake. Uh, and when I turned 40 for my 40th birthday, one of the things I did was uh, sign up for a new martial art, and that was Aikido.
0: So is it different from Taekwondo in many ways?
1: Oh, much different. Uh, moved from the striking art, uh, or the MMA stuff, which I leave for the younger folks, to something that is a uh, mind-body-spirit art and actually can help you with uh, you know, healing, growing old uh, in, improving your awareness of life in
0: general. So has that helped you with your youthfulness then? Absolutely. Nice. You've been with your high school sweetheart your entire adult life. You've been in the same industry for your whole career and you've lived in the same part of New Jersey your entire life. I take it you're a very loyal person? Absolutely. Is stability important to you?
1: You want to have a stable life. You want to be well-grounded. You want to be able to, uh, if you're going to reach for the stars, you need to have your feet on the ground
0: at times. So has it helped you to take risks then in the rest of your life?
1: My training, my career, my own personal growth uh, allows me to choose the risks I take. I think I take wise risks, not uh, bad risks or potentially uh, fatal risks. (laughs) You know, life is all about living. So if you understand what the risks are ahead of time and how to prepare for them, you can, you know. risk becomes a reward at the end
0: does your understanding the risks in the market help you in understanding how to take risks in the rest of your life too
1: my philosophy is that everything is related and if you look hard enough you'll see the connection so yes they do bleed into each other or blend it sometimes even Um, so i've learned a tremendous amount over the years that helps both in my career and life
0: nice what drives you in life
1: Uh, waking up every morning drives me Um, it's Uh, self-satisfaction from accomplishing what I want to do in life uh, with my career, with my hobbies and of course with my wife.
0: So you and Annie have been together for 32 years which is amazing. How do you keep things going, keep things fresh, stay together? Do you have any tricks?
1: Well our relationship is grounded in our in our early years. We actually were musicians together. So we played music together. We were best friends in the beginning. So it was easy to talk to each other. So I think part of our we owe our success to is our ability to read each other's rhythms and stay with them and harmonize in order to be successful. Wow. But other little tricks, um, we've never stopped dating. Uh, we will still on a Friday night, even if we're staying in to watch a movie, the two of us will primp and preen like we're going out on a date. <laughs> um, we always, try to go to bed watching something funny, so you go to bed happy. And, you know, we don't go to bed man. So we wake up together and start our new day.
0: That's great. So talk to me about traveling. That's always been a passion for you?
1: Oh, I enjoy traveling. There's way too many things in the world to see. Um, there's way too much in the world to do. You know, coming from a little part of New Jersey, and working time, spending time working in New York City, you get exposed to a lot of diversity. And it's, I think it's through that exposure that has made me want to do more, see more, experience more.
0: Clearly, you have a passion for volunteering. How has that enhanced your life?
1: I think it's important to give back to the world, uh, do a lot of work with veterans because, frankly, I don't think we do enough for them. You know, they protect us, they keep us safe. You know, they, outside of, you know, military involvement, they do a lot of work themselves, helping other people. And when they come back home, I think they need to know that people appreciate what they've done. At least that's how I feel on the veteran side. With, with kids, I think every kid needs a chance. Um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation has been a, a charity for us, I guess, for like the last six or seven years. Um, just, I believe that children are the future. I know, it belongs in a <laughs> song, but they are. And, you know, f- the Make-A-Wish Foundation helps kids that are suffering you know, experience that maybe one thing in life or two things in life that they're never gonna get a chance to do otherwise. Um, it's a great memory, to create for them. Um, a great bridge, I guess, before they have to leave us.
0: How have you chosen your causes? Did you research them or stumble upon them? Uh,
1: Make-A-Wish Foundation I got involved with a friend of mine uh, that's in our industry uh, was very involved with the chapter out in Long Island and actually it was through his inspiration that I got involved here locally. Um, the veterans groups um, you know, it was important to help people, you know, salute heroes. It was really important if someone, you know, has become an amputee or something like that. They, they build ramps. They help do things around the house to make their life a little easier with their family. So I, I don't want more you could really ask to do for somebody.
0: That's pretty incredible. So do you have any habits or traits that you'd attribute to your happiness and success?
1: I seem to be naturally happy. Um as I'm told by a lot of people, and natural optimism. Uh, you can do things to enhance that. I believe in my own personal growth and personal development. I never stop learning. You know, uh, I'll be dead when I stop learning. Mm-hmm. You know, The books I read, the people I talk to, uh, I've been fortunate to have a very interesting and at times colorful life. And the people that have come in and out have really inspired me to continue to grow and share that with other people.
0: Are there any traits that you're cultivating right now?
1: Absolutely. Uh, mindfulness, awareness, uh, just to cultivate a more appreciation for nature and watching nature recur and nature's beauty and everything. You know, try to find that and try to see that no matter what goes on.
0: I'm sure that that helps with your traveling as well.
1: Absolutely. Some of the scenery is just amazing and captures your heart. And when you need that moment of serenity, and you close your eyes and you take a meditative breath and you put that image in, it all contributes to that peaceful moment. That's beautiful.
0: If there's one thing that you could help the world see differently, what would it be?
1: I love this question. And it's really easy. That of all the major religions in the world, they all share the same message. Hmm it just matters when the message was exposed and there was a reason probably at the time it was exposed to, to the world, but we need to let go of all the ethnic and tribal fears that we have and realize that it's just us here on this planet and we need to get things right before we get it so wrong that we can't help the future.
0: What do you think some of that message is?
1: Go out there with love, go out there without prejudice, Because the amazing thing will happen that if you meet somebody that you've been brought up to be prejudiced against, when you start to talk to them, you will suddenly find you have a lot in common. This country is made up mostly of immigrants, and I have to tell you, there is not a lot of difference between a Polish mother, an Italian mother, a Jewish mother. (laughs) Um, an Argentine mother or any elsewhere in else an animal, a mother from India a mother from China they all care about their kids they all want to see their kids succeed the only difference is what they cook
0: <laughs>
1: so when you get to meet these families one of the things I love to do is go to my friend's house for like good old fashioned home cooking of wherever they're from and sit down with their families and see what a, a festive meal is like
0: that's great Do you have any advice for us? Again,
1: I learned this from my dog. My dog woke up every morning, didn't know what time it was, didn't know what day it was, but as long as she she saw myself and my wife Annie, she was happy. So I kind of live by that same philosophy. As long as I'm waking up, I'm waking up next time my wife, my day starts out happy.
0: That's so great. So since you've learned all these lessons from your dog, Do you find that you still sometimes get down or depressed, and how do you get out of that?
1: Everything moves in a cycle. So the answer is yes, I get down, I get depressed. But what I've learned from my meditation practice is to not hold on to those thoughts, to let them flow. And as I tell my students when they meditate, to let those thoughts be like a leaf on a stream. And they float down the stream. They don't stay there, right? Even even, even when water becomes ice, it's still moving. Ice melts. The weather changes. Same thing. Let those thoughts go. They're not permanent. They're temporary.
0: So you don't hold on to anything?
1: No. Can you hold on to a cloud in the sky?
0: No. That's beautiful.
1: Right.
0: Jay, thank you so much for just having fun with me today and for sharing so much of your wisdom with us. I really appreciate it.
1: It's my absolute pleasure, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks, and thank you for watching The Piece of Persistence. Did you know that all of your reviews, every share, every comment goes a really long way in helping us to spread The Piece of Persistence? So please give us some love via your reviews, your comments, and share us with a friend if you like today's episode. If you wanna hear more, there's an extended audio version of every one of our podcasts on our iTunes channel or on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for tuning in, following us on Facebook, and subscribing to find new ways to balance the happiness and success in your life. But if we forgotten what really makes us sing and dance at night? It's the people around and our dreams that lift us up for our